welcome to the Psych in Business podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. I want to talk today a little bit about women in leadership. We had the absolute pleasure of having Dr. Mira Baranku on the show recently, and she talked about women in leadership. Specifically, she talked about her own experience as a woman in leadership, and she also talked about some of the challenges that she faced as a woman trying to break into leadership. She shared with us some stories about the work that she does now, helping women and advocating for women in leadership and women trying to break into leadership roles. And I really am grateful to her for the work that she's done there and for also bringing this topic to light. As I mentioned before in a a prior uh, episode, I have had many women leaders and they have always been fantastic. In fact, the three of the four best leaders that I've had have been women. And so I've not always been aware of the fact that women aren't as prevalent in leadership as men are. And I really appreciate Dr. Bronco bringing this topic to light and really helping me to see this more clearly and in a different light. It was very interesting to hear this from her approach. And it made me think about some of the other women leaders that I've had. And I thought back to the, to the first example of a woman leader, and that is my mother. My mother, before she retired, was a psychiatric nurse, and she worked in a clinical setting where she was a leader. She worked in research where she was a leader. She worked in academics where she was a leader, and she worked in the political arena, which was a surprise to me, but again, where she was a leader. And so she's had multiple leadership experiences in various leadership settings. And so I thought I should ask her about her experience because I've never really asked her about that. I've seen her leadership approach from afar, at least externally, and I can describe my mother as someone who is tough, someone who is strong, someone who is compassionate, someone who is caring, but someone who's also very driven and really is uh, someone who, who, who focuses on being an expert in the different areas in which she works in. And that's something that I, I really appreciate about, about my mom. Um, but I have not really asked her about what it was like being a woman leader, especially in the time that she she grew up and in, in the time that she was uh, working. And so I, I had a conversation with her and I asked her what it was like to be a woman in leadership. And she said that it was challenging. She said it was very difficult to be a woman in leadership during that time for a number of reasons. Uh, One of the things that she mentioned was that when she was an authority over men, she would often get pushback from these men because they didn't like having a woman over them. They didn't like having a woman in a leadership role. And so she would get challenged on every decision that she made or every time that she tried to lead. And so she really had to develop a toughness around her to be able to take this onslaught of of challenges from other people, but also to be able to stand firm and to lead with a strong approach. So that's one of the things my mom said was really very tough, was learning how to to take the challenge and respond in a way that was appropriate, that was strong, that would be respected. I asked her about how she learned how to do this, how she learned how to lead. And she said that, she actually didn't receive any formal training to be a leader. Uh, In those days, leadership training wasn't something that was very prevalent, let alone something that would be uh, given to women. Women weren't afforded the opportunities to to become leaders very often. And so she had to teach herself 
And the way in which she did this was by reading. My mother loves to read and it's something that she passed down to me. I love to read. So she said that she would actually educate herself and train herself on how to become a good leader by reading books. She read a lot of books about uh, how to be a strong leader, both from examples of men and women. And by merging these uh, examples that she gained through reading, she developed her own style of leadership, which helped her to be successful throughout her different uh, leadership careers. But my mom said that leadership is something that never ends. It's something that uh, you continue to develop all through your life. You continue to educate yourself. And so she really stressed the importance of that continual education of leadership. And I've been thinking about this in terms of where leadership is now, in terms of women in leadership. And I came across a recent article that was written on the APA website, uh, which is the American Psychological Association. And it was written by a lady called Amy Novotny. And it, it's, it talks about how women in leadership make work better. The psychological research study shows that women leaders actually help to improve businesses. So when we're talking about women in leadership, we're not just talking about equality and fairness, which is important. We're also talking about the value that women in leadership bring. And so one of the examples of this article was talked about how female leaders demonstrate more transformational leadership styles. And why is this important? It's important because more transformational leadership styles allow leaders to really encourage the people that they lead to participate and engage fully in the mission of the organization. And this, according to this research, women engage in that style more, which allows them to really pull in and encourage people to participate more in the organization. So women are valuable in that sense. It also shows that women are able to help build and develop more collaborative teams uh, than men, which is very helpful, especially when you have a group of people that need to work together. A woman leader is able to help build a more collaborative team than a man typically does, which again is valuable to any organization that works in the team setting. Also, research also shows that the mere presence of a female leader relative to a male leader will lead to the, the perception, at least, of more fairness in the organization, which will encourage other women to uh, participate and also to want to work in that environment. So again, women leaders can help to bring other women leaders to the fold. And that's one of the things that Dr. Baranka talked about. She talked about how the rising tide lifts all boats where uh, women help each other be successful. And so if you have a woman in a position of leadership, that is an example to other women that in this environment, in this culture, in this organization, women are valued and, and women are respected and women are elevated to positions of leadership. So I think that's, that's another great example of how women in leadership can help each other. But then it comes to me and I think to myself, how can I help? women leadership, because we know that there are more men in leadership than women. And I, as a man, am afforded more positions of leadership than women. And I'm just generally uh, in positions of leadership myself. So how can I help? And so in thinking about this, what really resonates with me is, is really advocating for women in leadership and advocating for women in general. So when I'm in a meeting or when I'm in, in leading a group of people and there are women in there, it's really important, I think, for me to go the extra mile and make sure that I am inviting women to participate and making it a safe space where women can participate 
and women do feel uh, able to participate. I know from my experience in, in coaching and consulting women that confidence can sometimes be an issue, not skill, but confidence to be able to speak up because from stereotypes, uh, the stereotype is that women are not always as uh, competent as men, which I, I think is, is a false stereotype, but you know that gets in our heads. And so you know, sometimes w women themselves will not think that they're as confident. And so I can work to help build their confidence. And I think it's important to, to help demonstrate to women, not just the examples of other women, but the examples of things that they have done themselves. Because by the, by the time a woman gets to a place where she has the opportunity to be a leader, I think that she's demonstrated through the work and through the efforts that she's competent. And, and so she can build that confidence by looking at her competence. And so I think it's important that for my part, I need to make sure that I am helping to build and support. I think as Dr. Baranco mentioned, mentorship is really important. You know, finding opportunities where I can provide mentorship and support to other women to advocate for them to be in positions of leadership. Because as this research study shows, women bring value to an organization. There, it's not just a matter of fairness and equality, which is important. It's also in the business world, we're talking about the value a woman can bring. So I encourage you and I challenge you to think about your setting, your environment. How can you, either as a man or as a woman, help to support women in leadership? How can you help to, to bridge the divide between the gap between men being in leadership and women being in leadership? Not just for fairness and equality, which is important, but also to bring value to the organization. And if you are a woman who is either in leadership or aspiring leadership, what can we do to help? What can I do to help? I would love to hear from anybody on this. I would love to hear from women in leadership. I would love to hear from aspiring women in leadership. I would love to hear from women, from men who have uh, you know, had women leaders, from anybody and everybody. What can we do to try to make things better and try to make things more equitable? Please reach out to me at Ernest at psychandbusiness.com. Again, Ernest psychandbusiness.com. And, and I hope to to really start a conversation about this because I think this is a really important topic. Thanks for listening. I hope to talk to you soon. Bye now.